The button has been pushed. Commencing podcast now. And I will try not to die during the episode. Welcome to Pop Tech Jam, the independent audio magazine about consumer technology, pop culture, and the hills being alive with the sound of hacking. Nice, I like that. Yes, it's uh, all kinds of stuff going on. Oh yeah. I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. And I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. On this week's show, we shovel through the week's tech news and then ponder life as a civilian beta tester for Apple or Microsoft. But first, some news. 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 Oh, yeah. and uh, you're you're still fighting that cold. Huh? Yeah, I got that whole flu. Rudolph that whole Rudolph Red Nose thing going on. Now right? is this uh, cold, flu, seasonal, it's winter vomiting cold. disease? No, whatever. my kid just sneezed in my face. All right, and sneezed so right in my mouth. And like, psh, they uh, always do that for some reason. They, yeah, it's well, like it's that's how you the gift that keeps on giving. Oh yeah, just. Boom, right in there. All right, so you have all the germs of I've his school. I've got every single piece of germination uh, that uh, was uh, created in all his right. little body. I think a hot toddy should be in order tonight when you get uh, home. That sounds good to me. You sounds know, a little, you, you get, I, I got this great recipe for hot toddy, too, because nice. I've been all about the boozy winter yeah, drinks. Yeah, of course. Uh, hot cider. Yeah. A shot of scotch. Okay. Honey. Yeah. Lemon. Right. Tabasco sauce, a couple oh, shots of that to okay, clear up your sinuses. Clear up sinuses. Nice. Yeah, and then just mix it all up and then have a big one. And you may pass out, uh, but you won't, so you won't carry That's your okay. sick. But so, when you wake up, it'll, the honey and lemon help your throat right. and the you know the detritus. Two of those ingredients: mm-hmm. the hot sauce and the scotch. How about I just take those and yeah, man, you, know, that, that you can you know you just do the strip down all version. Right, that's good. That's but, good. But the the hot apple cider does nice. kind of give you some vitamins and helps with the vitamins. transmission of the uh, yeah, sure. the rest of the ingredients. Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Tabasco sauce and scotch for me. Yeah. Here yeah. We just go. you know, whoop, there all clear. Go. There we go. Anyway, well, since you're about ready to fall over, let's not uh, dilly-dally with the news then. No dilly-dallying. Yes. uh, As you know, uh, the month of March not only means insane weather in New York City and the Eastern Seaboard, but the annual South by Southwest Conference down in Austin, Texas. Oh, yeah. Is that still going on? Yeah, they, they have it every year. Uh, in fact, this is, I believe, the 30th anniversary of South by Southwest. 30 years already? Yeah, I think they started in 87. Wow. So, um, yes, uh, South by Southwest uh, brings together players in the music, entertainment, and interactive worlds. Everyone's getting down there, uh, Everyone's getting together. Getting but, um, funky. But as Mashable reports, some big companies like Facebook and Snap are skipping the festival this year as the show shifts from being a kind of consumer-oriented event, you mm-hmm. know, getting people from everywhere to come down to it, to a more business-centered ideas conference. Not quite TED, probably a little more fun than TED. Right. But, but you, know, kind of, you know, barbecue, and it's Texas, and, and gotcha. all kinds of people. Uh, media companies are still represented very strongly, however, along with Mashable, Staffers from BuzzFeed, Condé Nast, YouTube, uh, Billboard, Mike, TechCrunch, National Geographic, Wired, and the New York Times uh, mm. were all on panels or giving talks or popping up around Austin. Really? So, so it's still getting a lot of attention, but they're not. I think they're kind of making it less like, "Hey, everyone, come to South by Southwest." Uh, you people who are leaders in your industry, come to South by Southwest. Right. So it's a big party in Texas with barbecue. Yeah, yeah. So they're uh, that that's going on there. Um, now uh, the Verizon acquisition of Yahoo edges closer to closing. Yes. Analysts project Yahoo CEO Marissa Mayer could get a really shiny golden parachute of twenty three million dollars uh, in severance uh, after the deal is sealed. If uh, you know she gets let go uh, right. without cause or whatever. And uh, even though Verizon got a slight discount of three hundred and fifty million off its sale price uh, because of Yahoo's dismal handling of site and user account security, mm-hmm. a regulatory 
regulatory filing this week showed that Big Red originally wanted a discount of $925 million off the purchase price. I had my suspicions. Why would they go for, why would they yeah, not want to Yeah, 350 or so, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah they, they, they clearly wanted more, yeah. uh, and uh, they, they didn't get that 925 But going back to that whole Yahoo hacking thing. Yes. The United States Department of Justice charged four people, including two Russian intelligence officers, with the 2014 security breach that compromised the accounts of 500 Yahoo users. That happened this week. 500 million. Yes, 500 million. Yes. yes. Uh, you know, they've happened so often. I'm just starting to like yeah, lose exactly. numbers. Yes, 500 yes. million Yahoo million users. Million Yahoo users. A uh, Russian hacker and a man from Kazakhstan who is now living in Canada were also named in the indictment, which included 47 assorted criminal charges for like identity theft All and right. fraud and that's like a bad joke two russians and a guy from kazakhstan well, go actually to canada. three russians well three two russians. russian intelligence officers one wow. random russian wow. who i guess is a was professional a hacker who, priest involved there was no priest yeah no priest no rabbi oh, uh, but wow. uh, the um the, this quartet of uh, guys was named in the uh, indictment yes the justice department said the russian government uh, then used the information gleaned from those 500 million yahoo accounts to uh, maybe uh, get a little information um, on uh, foreign officials, business executives, journalists using Yahoo. Uh, at least one of the hackers also harvested credit card and bank numbers and swiped user address books uh, for use uh, in a spam network. There was gleaning. There was gleaning. There was gleaning. Um, and of course, uh, indictments uh, are one thing and extradition is totally another yeah. thing. So yeah. I get, apparently only the Canadian Kazakh uh, was arrested. The Russians, uh, the one Russian, I think they knew he had done stuff, but he got away, got back to Russia for they could get him. And yeah, the other they tried two, to get him in Europe. He, he like yeah. snuck out from Europe and yeah. went back to Russia. And the two Russian intelligence officers from the FSB uh, agency there, uh, I don't think we're probably going to get them. I don't think so. I can't wait I, to see this on the Americans. This is going to be great. Yeah, this is, you know, it, it, it's, it's your show great. now. Yes, it is. So, so, so that's uh, what's going on. The DOJ uh, finally, uh, the, you know, digging. And I don't know if this was related to other Russia-themed investigations that are going on in the world. Well, hold on a second. Wasn't there another hack of Yahoo that was not five hundred million, but yeah, that a was billion? Big, yeah, that was a were another there, hack. Were there Kazakhs involved here too? I think they are still investigating that one. Oh, man. So yeah, it's it's wow. uh, it's got all global international hacking there. This is big time. Yes. Uh, well, moving on, uh, Microsoft is starting to beat the drum for the next major upgrade of its Windows 10 operating system. As part of this month's Patch Tuesday offerings, uh, users noticed the company offered a link to the Windows Insider program for those who want to get the Windows 10 creators update early. And we're going to have more on the Windows Insider program later in the show. So go. people who just can't wait. Just can't wait. Itchy, and, uh, itchy. Yes, yeah, gotta gotta install something on my machine That's to blow it. it up. Yes, indeed. And uh, those new smaller uh, Delta updates that we talked about, right. I think last week. Yes, uh, people are seeing those uh, being listed now, so they're starting that uh, where you just get the differential. But um, the creators update will not be dispensed as a Delta update. So if you're thinking, oh, I can get out of you know having this massive thing download, I guess those are only for cumulative updates. Right. The the deltas, the creators update will probably be about three gigabytes worth of download time and drive space. Oh, so man, um, that's a big honking download. Yeah, plan accordingly when that thing arrives next month. Uh, I can't go to CompUSA and just buy it. Uh, no, you well, first you'd have to find a CompUSA. Oh yeah, that's true. And. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be a, uh, a, a, a download probably when you least expect it. No party in Times Square? No party in Times Square, no start me up, no. Nothing, wow. Yeah, I think the days of the big software rollouts are kind of over and gone. You know, everything's yeah. a service now and it, it just comes down the wire and puts itself on your machine and off you go. 
For 25 hours. Yeah, for 25 hours while you're trying to stream while something stream that you've really something. been wanting to say. Exactly. If they interrupt my watching the Americans, I'm going to get really upset. Mm-hmm. Especially really because upset. you're not feeling well. You need your, your, your I need. engrossing I, TV to take your I mind off your illness. Binging on Voltron and the Americans. That's mm-hmm. a really weird combination, especially when you're like having fever dreams. Uh-huh. Very you, strange. Has your mind merged the two together? Yeah, yeah they have. Yeah. Yes, they have. Felicity. Mm-hmm. You know Felicity? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got a flaming sword I in see. my dreams. But that's a totally different I would actually story. would have watched Felicity had uh-huh. she had a flaming yes, sword indeed. back in the day. Yes, indeed. Me too, you see? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Reboot J- time. Mm-hmm. You know, JJ went on to do Alias. Yes, and then I, you know, yes, then I got what I was looking for there. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> now another news. It feels like Twitter has been overrun by bots the past couple of years. Um, trust your feelings. A new academic study from the University of Southern California and my alma mater, Indiana University, reports there are about 48 million active bot accounts roaming the Twitterverse. Um, That is a population larger than the great big state of California itself. The USC IU study found up to 15% of active Twitter accounts uh, were bots with built-in retweet and mention strategies that target specific groups like, I don't know, say voters. Uh, and uh, maybe they could possibly be giving them, I don't know, fake news uh, and other fake stuff. Fake news? Yes. However, the study does note that not all the bots were evil. Uh, some were programmed to supply basic customer service or issue public safety alerts, for example. I don't trust bots. Yes, you, you I are. I don't trust bots. Yes, you are botphobic. I am botphobic. That's true. That's exactly what I am. I am botphobic. Yes. Thank uh, you. As long as you know it's a bot. Yes. You are botphobic. Exactly. I am botphobic. Yes. Uh, also from the world of academics, a team at the University of Michigan has shown that sound waves can be used to hack into critical sensors and a whole bunch of tech gadgets, uh, including smartphones, automobiles, medical devices, and Internet of Things things. You know what? I would be more freaked if one of my Twitter followers hadn't warned me about this. Mm-hmm. See, they're, they were easing they're you looking into the, me, They're the, looking out for me. They are. Looking out for me. Thank you, folks. Thank you. I'm still freaking out. Yes. But, uh, you know, when I hear you say it, mm-hmm. it makes it official. Yes, it, it is news. Uh, <sighs> the Michigan team used a precisely tuned acoustic tones and a $5 speaker to trick 15 different models of accelerometers into registering movement that never actually occurred. So this is like freaking from back in the day when they take the little yeah, tones yeah, the phone and freaking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the blue uh, box. Nice. Yeah, so they're uh, using these acoustic tones and I guess- Old school, old yes. school. Going back to the classics here. There you go. Uh, Now, uh, faking out the sensors then served as a backdoor into the devices, which let the researchers uh, control other aspects of the system. Among their experiments, the team ran up an artificial step count on a Fitbit and also used a uh, malicious music file to cause a Samsung Galaxy S5's accelerometer to spell out the word walnut in a graph of its readings. Okay. That's that. I got props to that. That Uh, is a creative. That is very uh, creative. You know, and I don't know what the significance of walnut was, but do we uh, want to know? I don't think we want to know. Could have been much worse. Yes, but, uh, could have been much worse. But now the step counter thing's kind of messed up. Though. Yeah, that's kind of messed up. Yeah, and they had a couple of other. I, I I will post a link to the University of Michigan press release where they discuss the findings of this study. But they had some. Uh, well, we've known that the sound has has been oh, weaponized before, yeah. uh, not particularly maybe as as focused as this, right. but. Uh, you know that there are uh, sonic boom type things uh, that have been used uh, for uh, other purposes. I have to redo my tinfoil hat designs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you better uh, get some acoustic tiles in I there. I think to, so. You know, lots of foam. Mm-hmm. Lots of foam. Some uh, earplugs too. Boy, I'm gonna look like a sight walking down the street with that bad boy. It's New York. You will it is blend New York, right please. in. Please, oh yeah. Yeah, just stay in the teal activity zone there yes, in Times Square. Very um, nice. Now, uh, Pandora, well, we're still talking about sound here. Pandora, I love that service. Yes, uh, Pandora is uh, 
typically fighting not to get lost in the shuffle of Spotify, Apple Music, Slacker Radio, yeah. and the gajillion other streaming music services. Gajillion, yes. Yes, uh, but it's going for the big bucks now with its new Pandora Premium offering. Oh, print, uh, this is different from them Pandora One? Uh, no, this is Pandora Premium. Premium. Uh, yet another one, uh, the new service, which will cost about $10 a month, as they all do. Combines the current powers of Pandora Radio with the ability to search and play any track or album and a set of playlists tailored to your uh, personal preferences there. Um, and remember, Pandora was the one that gained fame with its music genome project yeah. that learns what you like and then finds more new stuff that you also like. They're not getting rid of that, are they? No, that's, no. That, that's I think this is part of, of the, the DNA of this new service. Oh, so okay. they're saying, well, you know, yeah, it's $10 a month, but... We'll know what you want before you hear it, and then uh, we'll also, you know, let you search for it, and then, then, you know, playlists just before you even think them, the playlist will be ready for you. See, now I was all set to get it, and now you freaked me out. No, They're going to know what I want before I know it. Well, it'll save you some time. <sighs> it's music discovery. I actually like Pandora a lot. Yeah, I, I've, been I've been using, using them the since for years. Yeah, now. 10, 12 years go back because they were one of the early ones out of the game. They, they had the like some, ones, yeah. some academic funding, didn't they, they for this didn't music be. genome they thing? Didn't and I, I tried I, to. I, you know, I might. Yeah. I might. I might. I like the combination of having my Spotify and my Pandora all in one. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah, so. I might uh, even save some money this way. Yeah, so, you know, if, if it's looking out for you there. Yeah. But uh, speaking of uh, Spotify, uh, one of Pandora's competitors, uh, yes. they're not sitting idly by. Spotify announced a partnership and integration with Google's Waze traffic app this week. The uh, hookup works like this. Uh, say you're just, you know, listening to your Spotify tunes uh, on your Android smartphone uh, and you're getting ready to leave and the directions and uh, alerts from Waze will, will kind of pop up there so you don't have to switch out of Spotify to see right. what the traffic's going right, to be. Right, right, right. However, if you're using Waze uh, to begin with, you can pause Spotify music or jump to the next or previous track so you don't have to, to flip back and forth from the apps. Okay. Uh, Spotify says you'll be able to switch seamlessly, in fact, uh, Seamless. they said, um, but only while your car's not moving because they don't want you messing around with your gadget. Thank Keep you. your eyes on the road. That's right. Safety third. Yes. You know, hands at three and nine right. or 10 and two. I forget. They, they moved them from when I took the driver's exam. 430 and 6.15. I don't know. Yes. At least one hand on the at wheel. At least one hand on the wheel. Yes. And, and if it's in Brooklyn, remember, lanes are optional. Yes, they are. Moving on from- Please don't from take safety moving. advice from us. Yes. Uh, yeah. Please. Yes, yes, we are here for entertainment purposes yes, only. Yes, exactly, exactly. Along with bug fixes and performance enhancements. <laughs> now, the Sony PlayStation blog had a post this week announcing that games for the PlayStation 4 console will be available this year on the company's uh, PS Now service. I don't know, are you a member of PS Now? No, I know no. you're a PlayStation uh, owner. Yeah, I'm still stuck on PS3, though. Yeah. So this is PlayStation Now! PlayStation Now, uh, it allows subscribers to stream more than 450 PlayStation 3 games to PS4 consoles and Windows PCs. The PS Now service uh, also allows you to play the same game on a different uh, platform, and then it saves your uh, game data in the cloud, so you can like play on a PC and then pick it up later on the console, and it kind of knows where you were. I like this. Subscriptions to the service cost about $20 a month for full access to the game library, or uh, $45 for a three-month subscription. Sony offers a free seven-day trial period, though, so if you want to just—I'm sure you got to put a credit card up at some point to, to, to sign up, but if you want to just see if, if it might be in your workflow, hmm. uh, it could be there. Batman Arkham Origins is one of the titles that's available. Nice. And if Very you nice. uh, if you play on the Windows PC... Uh, yeah, I'd have, to, I'd have to soup my Windows PC up. Uh, yeah. It's a laptop now. Yeah, but, uh, but, but something to consider, you know. The, Definitely something to consider. 
So, because uh, I'm trying to, I actually had this conversation this past weekend. Really? With with Mrs. Kaiser about uh, gaming, about gaming systems. It's like you know, now it's time for difficult decisions to be made. Uh huh. Very difficult decisions. Yeah. Now, are, are you leaning more towards console upgrade or juicing up with the, the PC ki- with the kids? You know, that Nintendo is a really attractive option. The, the Switch, yes. Switch, Switch. But if I can get PS now, mm-hmm. save a little bucks. You know, like maybe yeah. here we go. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to get rid of Spotify, get Pandora Premium, mm-hmm. so I get my whole, like, algorithm and, yes, your, you know, your music streaming, genome. right? Take $10 from that, get PS Now, mm-hmm. PlayStation Now, yeah, and then I just got to find 10 other dollars, mm-hmm. soup up my Mac, put Windows on my Mac. Mm-hmm. Boot camp, yeah. Boot camp, that sucker, and we're in. All right. That's it. Beautiful. Thank so, you, JD. Someone's got a month of weekend project. End of the here. show. Got to go. No, oh, got sorry. things to do. We, we got a little we bit more, a little more to go, but, but we'll get you out of here. All right, uh, excellent. For um, Thank now, um, very excited. Yes. Yeah, so, so, so in Android news, yes. um, if you use the Gmail app on your Android-based smartphone uh, or through the website, uh, you can now send money by email as long as you've got a bank or debit card linked to Google Wallet. You can exchange this e-money by email with people who do not even use Gmail, and uh, nobody has to install a third-party app. They're just rolling this out. All right, hold on a second. Let me get this straight. Somebody can ask me for money mm-hmm. on Gmail, and I can just instantly send it to them. If you've got it, uh, if, it goes through have, Google. It's, right, it's, it's right, like Google a Venmo, you right, know, the right, Facebook right, Messenger right, 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 right. Uh, crediting thing. All right. So this is tailor-made for that Nigerian prince who needs to access his $50 billion mm-hmm. in the American banks. Yes, as long as it's he disguises himself made. as one of your friends. Tailor-made. Oh, it has to be one of my friends? Yeah, well, I think you should. You would probably want to know who what? they are for the ask I might money. know a Nigerian prince. Or two, yeah. Or two, hello. Yeah, so, well, it, it's up to your uh, discretion That's there, right. uh, who you want right, to share your, your money with. Very interesting. Uh, so they're rolling that out. I don't see any problems with this at all. Um, yeah, you do have to factor in the human element there. Yes, none whatsoever. Um, but they, 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 these are payment systems, though, and they are linked to bank cards. So yes. I believe there is a at least a few layers of security there. We, one would hope. Yes, one would hope. Google also announced the beta version of its Family Link app, which lets parents manage apps and screen time used by their children. The app's in beta right now, but interested parentals here in the United States can request an invitation to try it out. Family Link works on Android Nougat and later, so you do have to have uh, some reasonably uh, updated hardware for the children to uh, I got a perfect, participate. Perfect system at the Rosado household at Casa Kaiser. I uh, really, it's this. Uh, Hide the chargers mm-hmm. and pull the internet plug. Oh, that is Boom. the uh, that that's how you uh, monitor screen, screen time. time. That's it. Mm-hmm. It's a perfect system. Fail proof. The hide the chargers. Fail proof. Hide the chargers. Got to hide the chargers. They're very crafty. Mm-hmm. These kids are crafty. These days. have they figured out they can just get a USB cable and jack it into the USB port on the TV to uh, get a They juicer? have not figured that part out. But now that they listen to it, yeah. now I got to. Uh, kids, I was just uh, doing a hypothetical it was, here. It will never work. It will mm-hmm. never work. Luckily, our TV does not have a USB. All right, so you're set there. Haha! Nice try, kid. Yes, put it back. There you go. Uh, Moving on, the American Civil Liberties Union of California, the Center for Media Justice, and uh, Color of Change have teamed up together to convince Facebook and Instagram to update their platform policies to prohibit groups from using company data for surveillance. Remember a few months back we talked about uh, this company that was harvesting social media data and kind of passing along to law enforcement, and they were going after protesters, uh, I believe, uh, a few months ago, yes. The Society of what justice? Of media justice? Uh, The Center for Media Justice, which is an advocacy group. Uh, Do they have a justice hall? 
I don't know if they do or not. It's probably an office. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing, you know, yeah. well, you know, you don't want to be too ostentatious. No, that's true. So. That's very true. So uh, I believe this was all a result of that Geophedia uh, thing right. that where, where right. they were um, uh, marketing those tools to police across the country. So That's not cool. they, they have gotten uh, Facebook and Instagram to say, OK, we're not going to allow this. Uh, meanwhile, Germany is not having any wishy-washiness from Facebook and Twitter uh, over stopping around, pure, unadulterated hate speech from clogging their services. Uh, the hate speech laws are much more strict in Germany. A German government minister said the companies could face fines of up to $53 million if they do not step up efforts to delete hate speech See, now posts. that's a fine. That yeah, is a fine. Yeah, $53 million, that, that that's is gonna not, hurt. you know, a $25 trash tip. Right, exactly. Is, that's going to hurt a little bit. That's going to sting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Germany, especially because it's an election year, uh, they yeah, are- Yeah, messing around. Yeah, and it, Europe is a little tense anyway. Oh, yeah. the, the elections in the Netherlands were this week. We've got France coming up. We've got Germany. That thing happened in Sweden. Yes, that thing <laughs> last night in Sweden. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I so went political there. I, sh- I shouldn't have. I mean, it's the meds. It's the meds I'm yes, on. It's, yes, it's, it's that Theraflu it's, that you're it's on. It's the meds, yes. All right. So, so we'll see if uh, Germany can uh, get those guys to uh, right. step it up there with the um, policing. Yes, indeed. Now, although it's got more than a few projects out in space or in the lab, NASA also managed to find India's lost moon orbiter, uh, which has been missing in action for eight years. I saw your tweet about that. Yeah, I was like, whoa, they they found it. Scientists at NASA's Goldstone Deep Space Communications Complex in California's Mojave Desert and the National Science Foundation's Green Bank Telescope in West Virginia worked together to detect the wandering Chandrayaan-1 orbiter by sending out radio waves in its direction and listening for echoes that bounce back. I think it's kind of like a radar yeah, thing. Yeah, it's like a radar thing. Uh, and lo and behold, they, they found this. This poor little thing had been lost for years. Um, this new search technique was developed by researchers at the Jet Propulsion Laboratory in California. So, hmm. they, you know, they, it's, it's come, you know, we found you. You're nice. not lost anymore. Very no more nice. milk carton. Yeah. No more milk carton. Yeah, so, so yay NASA. So they put satellites on milk cartons along with the kids? I don't know. Uh, they, they might. You know, they well, might. As, as we continue our expansion into other parts of the uh, solar system. That's very true. And finally. And finally. British remotely operated underwater research vessel fans will be chuffed to learn that their beloved Bodie McBoatface is gearing up for its first research mission. Yes, Bodie McBoatface. Yes, the British Antarctic Survey reported that the tiny submersible craft, which is technically one of three with the same pole-winning name, will be investigating what they call, quote, an abysmal current of Antarctic bottom water along the Orkney Passage, end quote. Uh, it's part of an expedition that will begin this week. Things so, sound so great in British. They do. They, they, they really just phrase them so nicely. Yes. So, so Bodie McBoatface is is getting it done out in the water. Here's to you, Bodie. Yes, uh, yes. Br- bring back the science, Bodie. That's right. Bring back that science. Yes. So for anyone out there who would like to know more about all the stories that we talked about in this week's news segment, you can find them all at poptechjam.com. Yes, don't strain your throat. You're sick. Yeah, you know. I'll try. I, you know what? I didn't rant at all today. Really? I Are rant. you feeling like you... I have a strange rant. Really? I want to rant about this snowstorm that we didn't have. Well, the snowstorm we thought we were going to have, and then... I was kind of geared. Did, I was kind did of, it feel like a bait and switch, dude? It was a total bait and switch. I was totally looking forward to, like, blizzard. 
You know what I mean? Like a blizzard. Like you wanted 24 inches of I blinding white. I wanted buses stuck in the middle of the street. You wanted garbage cans flying garbage down the street. Garbage cans flying things. I wanted chaos. I wanted chaos. This is what I wanted. But yes. we got like six inches of snow, which is nothing. Which, and a lot of it was little sharp little ice chunks that kept hitting you in the face. Yeah, that was outside. pretty nasty. I hate that stuff. Yeah. I was very, very disappointed. Yeah. Very disappointed. And, and then we got the inevitable crap slushy on the corners a yes, full half day earlier than we normally yes. do once the stuff starts melting. So. You really need to create that drink, by the way. I, I It's in the lab. There you go. Um, but no, I, this was really a letdown. Yeah, like well, especially after letdown. a winter that had not seen a lot no, of snow action. No. And, and maybe you don't want snow every day because otherwise you move to North Dakota, but you like a little bit to prove you're in the Northeast, right. and we've got seasons here, yes. and here, and plus it's a great thing for New Yorkers to come together to complain about. Absolutely. Yes, if it's not, oh, here comes the weather, it's like that person bought the last loaf of artisanal seven-grain bread and <laughs> almond milk at the Trader Joe's when I was trying to get my storm supplies. Seriously. Seriously. that You know, come on. The milk and bread people got to love this, though. Yeah. They got to love this. It's got to be great for their bottom line. Yeah. The, I, maybe they were the ones who, you know, kind of like, yeah, up those That's totals, true. you yeah, know. Exactly. The, uh, the, the uh, I see what National you're Bread Council and the milk lobby. Yeah. Well, conspiracy theory. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. All right. Well, that was my rant. All right. Well, uh, I'm not feeling feisty enough. So, you yeah, know, well, you got to save your strength. Yet. Next week is technically the first day of spring. The vernal equinox is coming around the corner. So, we'll see if we get smacked one more time or if we're just going to ease on into daffodil season. I'm hearing storm for Friday. Really? So, okay. Hey, so, we're not know. done with the shed. Not done. All right. Well, may- maybe you'll get what you wanted in the next storm. Blizzard. Uh, blizzard. Death from the sky. Yes, she wanted total Dr. Freeze Ray thing. Oh, yeah, that's what I want. All right, well, we'll see what happens. But uh, in the meantime, you know, if you do happen to get snowed in, um, I know how you like to bang around under the hood. I do Play with your various computers. Absolutely. Do you like doing things first? Do you like discovering cool new operating system features? Do you mind if your computer has the occasional blue screen of death or kernel panic? Not at all. I love everything about that. If so, sir, consider the exciting world of being a public beta tester. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. It's a volunteer corps. Do we get a uniform? Do I get a hat? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. You may get a little bit of swag. Nice. Uh, but I was surprised to, to see that the, all the major companies now are yeah. having uh, public beta uh, programs. You used to have to be a developer to oh, get yeah. in. Oh, yeah. It was like hard. You had to know the secret handshake and everything. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, of course, the Linux distributions uh, yeah, are all over the place. You know, constantly you know, open source and works in progress. And so no problem there. But Microsoft and Apple were traditionally closed systems, only let the registered developers yeah, that's in. That's right. Linux was our... too easy. Yeah. and easy. Um, But that changed. I don't I can't remember how many years ago. I remember Apple kind of opened an official Apple yeah. beta software program. So I've been in the developer program uh, right, right, for right. for book writing so stuff. You used, to, you used to get the Golden Masters. Yes, uh, and and all the versions before that that, yes. that maybe weren't as stable as they could be. But you were not, looking at the new features. Not as golden. Yeah, not as golden. Maybe yes. a little uh, tin or yeah, tin. yeah. So, so not 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 so hot. Gotcha. But uh, all of a sudden, I guess these companies realized, hey, we can get better feedback, more real-time feedback from real people if we have public programs where people can sign up and tell us what they think of the software that works in progress. So this is the basic uh, premise of the program is you you go – to the website, you sign up. Right. You say, "I'm going to be a beta tester." They say, okay, you know, agree to this. You know, terms of service. You got to give us some feedback. 
you do realize it's a uniquely tech world type thing when it's revolutionary to ask real people yes. for their advice. Yes. It's like it's a uniquely tech thing. Yes. Okay. It's like, oh, yes, we should let the, you know, yeah, hoi poi. Hoi poi, yes. Yes. Uh, okay. They decide, okay, we're going to have these public programs. Uh, and Apple's, I think, is maybe five years old. I remember when it was announced, and it was a few years Apple back. Apple was one of the first ones, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. One of the first big companies that. Yeah. And then Microsoft, uh, the Windows Insider program, That's which right. I think maybe started around is it Windows. I remember getting Windows 8, I think, as a, a public beta that you can sign up for and no, then Windows what, 10. That's what I had my head in the sand for Windows. Oh, yeah. You, you were Windows. not going there. No, you were I'm like, no, I'm not going to Thailand. Nope. Yes. So, so anyway, suffice it to say both Microsoft and Apple have their own programs. Basically, all you need to do is go uh, to the respective websites, sign up. Apple wants you to have an Apple ID. Microsoft wants you to have a Microsoft account. And then you have to agree to install the software. Right. Agree not to complain if it does something to your system. I'll see right there. I'm out. Well, you know. They, I'm out. Yeah. If, you, if you're a beta, you're putting it out there, man. It's like the Seinfeld episode. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then uh, you also have to uh, traditionally provide feedback. They give you some forms. I think they probably do some like checking of your machine's diagnostic gotcha. logs, gotcha. see how it's going. Uh, and you need compatible hardware to run all this. This is where I think a lot of people, it's like, well, I've got a machine, but it's really old, so maybe can't run this new system. Right. But you also have to keep in mind, you don't use your mission-critical primary everyday system yeah. to run beta software on because there will be tears. Yes, that would not be a good idea. And a lot of times you have to like completely wipe your machine, sure. put the new software on. That, so, would be the, that would be the best way to do it. Yeah, to f- fresh start. Yeah. So, so if you've got a, a reasonably powerful computer, laptop, desktop that you're not using all the time right. that you want to use as a, a basically a, the sandbox. Um, I've got a laptop that fits that bill. Yeah, you, you could be a public beta tester. So uh, Apple's is called the Apple Beta Software Program. We'll have a link to the website where you go to to sign up for that. You need an Apple ID, as we said. Uh, but then you can play around with pre-release versions of both Mac OS and iOS. So if you got a spare iPad, mm-hmm. uh, iPod Touch, uh, you could also see uh, new and, and planned features for the next nice. version of that system. Nice. I'll be one of the cool kids. Yes. Uh, Microsoft calls its beta club the Windows Insider Program. Uh-huh. Uh, and if your PC meets the requirements and you join to become a member of the team, Microsoft allows you to download each build of the next new Windows version to learn tests and share your feedback. Uh, you can sign up using the Windows Insider option within the current Windows 10 settings app. Oh. Uh, if you haven't noticed this before, just go to settings to update security and then uh, Windows update and you'll see an advanced options uh, button there, and then you can just jump right into Windows Insider. You can also sign up for it on the Windows Insider page on Microsoft's website. So Do I get a decoder ring? No decoder ring. I don't know what they give you because I've not I've not done a Windows Insider one before because I've not had the spare hardware. But uh, as with any unfinished hardware or software, proceed at your own risk. Oh, yes. On the sign-up page, Microsoft warns you that you'll be working with experimental software that. Uh, you might experience crashes, security vulnerabilities, data loss, or damage to your device. Gamma rays. There might be gamma rays involved. Yeah, you never know. The, you you know, could turn into the Hulk. Yeah, you, never you know, know. freak of radioactive spiders. That's we right. don't know what's you going on here. You never know what's um, going to happen. So, so there, they do have some caveats there. Uh, you need to share information uh, about your use of the software. The company we mentioned that. So if you have privacy issues, yeah. I don't know what the depth of the user agreements are, but odds are if they're giving you free stuff, they're going to look to see how you use it. I'm out. 
So uh, and and with uh, Windows, uh, you can uh, pick a ring or frequency of updates. Like if you want every new single little thing, I think you go in the, oh, like, would, the fast ring. Or, I would be obsessive and do that. Yes. Yeah. So, so it's out there if you want to. Um, being a beta tester isn't for everyone, and some may f- uh, start to feel like the kids in the in the scene in Tom Sawyer where yeah. he gets them to whitewash the fence. Yep, it's like, yep, hey, yep. Um, it's fun. Everyone do it. But uh, for alpha dogs who like to be first, you know, yeah. being a beta tester can be very exciting. It can be. It can be addictive. Yes. Uh, and we will have links to both the programs and more information on uh, this concept on our show page at poptechjam.com. But now we have to go because you have to, to go home and get in bed and, and drink a powerful hot toddy. And I'm, there's probably some matzo ball soup here or something. Hot, what, hot do you toddy. Have... Scotch and Tabasco. Yes, you're Scotch and Tabasco. Now, do you have a traditional... Uh, family recipe soup that you have uh, that, that cures all? NyQuil. NyQuil? That's NyQuil soup? That's pretty much it. NyQuil soup. That's NyQuil really margarita yes. there. Just mix one up. Oh, God. Don't make me cough. Yeah. Don't make me laugh. Don't I tell you, chicken laugh. soup is a beautiful thing. Chicken soup is my favorite. Mm-hmm. When I'm sick, that's all I want. Yes, it's 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 a uh, penicillin. For there some. used to be this great deli on the Upper West Side mm-hmm. that made the best chicken soup. I will not give the name because it's still there and I don't want people like lining up there for when I'm sick. Mm-hmm. All right? You want them in your way. I, want, I don't want them in my way. I want to be able to get my big bowl of chicken soup. Mm-hmm. That's the place. Chicken soup is so good. When you All right. Well, I, I imagine you're probably going to hit there on the way home, huh? I am going to. I'm going to ask my uh, Mrs. Kaiser to maybe pick up a bowl. For mm-hmm. me. Pick up a gallon. Yeah, pick up a gallon. Yes. Well, I, I hope it helps, and you yes. get back to your normal effervescent self next effervescent, week. Effervescent. Yes. Yes, indeed. We got to thank the bros. Thank you, bros. Thank you, bros. Builtbybros.com. Build something with the bros. And thank you, listeners, for uh, spending Very your time with us you. on a purely voluntary basis. We appreciate it. Yes, we do. We hope that everyone uh, who was in the Northeast uh, did did not uh, have too many inconveniences from the storm, right. either from crashed hopes from wanting more, crashed or hopes, the yes. fact that you were the ones that did get the two feet of snow oh, yeah. that New York thought that it wanted. Yep. So we hope everyone's digging out. Those of you who are not in the storm zone, we hope you just had really good weather in That's general. Right. And you know what? Pay a kid to shovel your drive if you, if, you know, there are better ways to go than dying in your driveway shoveling snow. Yeah, plus you help right? the local economy. So. Exactly. Until next week when we're back with more, I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. And I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. Okay, go have your soup. Go have your scotch and Tabasco. Scotch and You'll Tabasco, be better. The breakfast of champions. Although I had a friend, uh, we just, we're making a cocktail called Inevitable Crap Slushy. Nice. Like after, that. you know, the day after the storm. So yeah. What should be in it? It's like, well, Kahlua. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think a salted rim, you yeah. know, for the, you know, maybe basically make it be like a white Russian with the salted rim, but pour it over jagged chunks of ice. Yeah, yeah. And then have an artfully torn cocktail umbrella nice. <laughs> as the garnish. Very nice. I think I think that's going to be salute. the, the Inevitable Crap Slushy. Nice. Do 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 do